No ketchup. No ketchup. What's good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me on the road, man. We back. We've been grinding. We had to miss a couple days, but man, we, we, we always try to get on the mic every week at least once. We're back now. It's Thursday morning. We got a lot, a lot to catch up on. We know about the John Morant situation in the NBA. We're going to talk about job. We're going to talk about the Jokic, J.J. Redick, Kendrick Perkins, the whole MVP narrative surrounding Nikola potentially winning three in a row. That's the big sticking point. That's the big problem. If he, if he, if he wasn't winning three in a row, none of this conversation is even happening. We're going to talk about that. Then we'll move over to, we'll probably talk about a little bit of the rest of the NBA, what's going on on the East, on the West side, futures. Then we'll get over to the NFL. We got to talk about this Lamar Jackson situation because Big Nick the Quick thinks something's fishy. Some in the water. I, I have a, some other ideas that I, I, I want to get off and, and ask Nick about. So we'll talk about the Lamar Jackson, of course, a couple offseason moves, Derek Carr. Now in New Orleans, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers potentially coming to the Jets. Stay tuned. Stay locked. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get to it. Big Nick the Quick. What's happening? How are we feeling, man? Out here in lovely Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Hey, shout out, shout out <laughs> Birmingham. Hey, listen, man. You rock with Birmingham? I'm rocking with it. Heavy. It's nice. It's really? It's a, different, it's a different type of lifestyle. I think I like the South, bro. I think I'm, I might be done. I might be done with the congestion. Oh, wow. I might be done with the Here cold. we go. <laughs> everybody, you, gonna be, you going down to Texas? Out here. No, never. Never go to Texas. I have zero interest in Texas. I've only been to Austin, but I have no interest in seeing the rest of the state. You can have Texas. But uh, Southeast is decent. I hate the nah, bro. Birmingham? You like Texas? Talk Birmingham? Wait, right. Birmingham? It's decent, bro. It's kind of decent down here. They got a black. <laughs> oh they, they got a, They got. They got a black mayor that I guess is kind of like revitalized the city. So there's a lot of cool little spots. I mean, in in reality, of course, bro. I'm not gonna leave. I'm not gonna leave where I'm at because I love it too much. But uh, you know, sometimes you get out, you see some other shit. You see that there's a fucking four bedroom house for four hundred thousand dollars, and you're like, "Damn, what am you, I doing where I'm at?" This is that. This is that officially washed up. Yeah. Nah, at least tell me, Mia got it. It's well, a good volleyball well, down you there, or something, you, bro. You're out of New York, so, man, the cost of living is a whole different conversation with you. But yeah, you know what? I've just punted on the cost of living, G. You can't even I think just, about it. I just live <laughs> I, I just buy the sandwich I was going to buy. I get the drink I was going to buy. You can't, you can't do it, huh? I just, I literally just, like, don't even, I used to, like, get pressed. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm just like, man, this is what it, I want that sandwich. Yeah, no, nah, it, it, it is nice. whatever on there. Yeah, I'll yeah, take bring, the fresh back get. Yeah. Yeah, give me that. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. So no, bring, come bring your lady out here, man, for a little couple of days. You probably like it. I am going to go check, probably check out uh, University of Alabama. I've got a free day tomorrow. Only, so I might go by the campus, see what's going on. Only South City I want to see is uh, I want to go out to South Carolina. And check Charleston. out Charleston. Charleston's yes. supposed to be really nice. Yeah, I, I'd go to Charleston just for a, a weekend to check it out. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about, and we've been, we missed y'all the last last few weeks, but we're back now. We got to talk about it. I didn't mention this in the intro. I got to open the guy. I got to open the show with our guy Fred VanVleet. I don't know if Nick has seen this video yet, but Fred VanVleet went off on Ben Taylor. NBA referee said uh, he had an issue with his officiating last night. Here's the audio, and I gotta ask Nick. This this seemed like a hefty fine coming. Listen, listen to Fred VanVleet. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple other, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just fucked the game up. You know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bullshit tech. Changes the whole dynamic of the game. Changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks. And um, it just kind of fucks the game up. Nobody's coming to see that shit. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was and um 
it's been disappointing this season. Um, you could look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal and, um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. Yeah, How much about, is that, Nick? How much 50. is that? Still got some 50 pieces. That's a 50 burger. That's a burger. That's a burger. We've seen it. So the max you can get fined, I, I believe, without going like through the NBA PA is 50 bands. Yeah, it's 50K. You just got to eat that and keep it moving. We've I mean, seen he said, Draymond. He said dick on the podium. He said fuck three times, and he called we've out seen, rest my name. We've <laughs> seen Draymond get 25 bands before uh-huh. for comments. We see 15, a little 15,000 all the time to coaches. That might be a 50 burger. It's a 50 burger. He 100%. called out because he called out my man's by name. By name. He said he was fucking terrible. He called him a dick. Call it's, it's, yeah. Said hey, we ain't come here to see this shit. That bullshit. Yep. Te- <laughs> yep. Told him, told him all my texts are from this guy. All it's my texts from this guy. He don't like me. Yeah, yeah. Very that's calm fi- and explained that, himself, that, but he was upset. That's fifty bands. Yeah, that's fifty bands. But Fred's gonna appeal that man. He's from Rockford. He ain't losing fifty over here or something like that. <laughs> no, he said I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Did I he say that? Yo, that's another reason why I think they're gonna give him fifty because he opens it with I don't, I'm gonna get fined. I don't care. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Here fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Here, fifty thousand. Shout out, shout out to six one eight, man. Fred Van Vliet, man. So, we're big, we're big Fred Van Vliet guys here. So yeah. Now I mean, let me ask you I, don't, this. I can't knock them though. I mean, look, some of these, I, I get it, man. Like I didn't, I didn't see the game in question, obviously. Um, but for Van Vliet, who's a veteran of the league, to kind of go off like that, um, I, I, I take him at his word, man. Because some of this officiating that we watch, we talk about all the time. He's not really that type of guy. Not at all. I, I really don't even hear him talk that much. Yeah, he kind, real he's kind of a he, cool, real. Even how he was talking, like he's just low key. He's like, "Yeah, guy's a dick, man." So fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, real calm. Yeah, real calm. Yeah. So for him to get up there and start speaking like that, knowing that it's going to cost him some bread, and again, it's a man from Rockford, Illinois. Um, he, he felt a certain type of way. Yeah, absolutely. So I had to start the show with, with Fred <laughs> Van Vliet. Hopefully, he could get away with. Maybe they'll give him forty. Maybe they maybe they'll bang him for forty thousand. Nah, nah. That's an example. They'll that make feel an like that feel like fifty thousand. Look, silver is is is. Look, look, what do you say? What do you say from the look? Listen to it from the open. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought you know, um, Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. Um, <laughs> he said, "I don't care. I'll take terrible. the fine." I thought Ben terrible. terrible was fucking terrible. That's that's, that's, that's a fifty burger. That's fifty thousand. All right, let's get into it. You got to get off your chest sometimes. Hey, yo, sometimes you really just got to remind him, like, hey, because next time he sees Ben Taylor, maybe his spotlight is on that game. And maybe they'll have a little conversation, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Ben could go over there and chop it up with him. They could kill it. But yeah, he had to get that. That was on his chest. That was on his chest. Unless Ben's a Joey Crawford type character and then he's just in for it. Yeah, he might, he might tech him. Remember, Joey gave gave Duncan a a tech on the bench. (laughs) Street clothes. Remember that shit? (laughs) Yes. I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So some of these guys are different. Let's go ahead and get this John Morant talk out of the way. We haven't been able to come on Dirk? this. Huh? You talking about Dirk? Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> you talking about Dirk, yo? <laughs> talking about, you talking about Thugger, Thugger? Talking about come on, him, man. man. Let's, come on. Let's, let's, we, haven't had a, we haven't had the opportunity to talk about the, the John Morant situation. Yeah. Me and Nick were kind of on this early. I think we mentioned this a few times on the pod. Sure. The first time I I I was taken back by Ja wilding out a little bit was when he tweeted. Now, me and Nick actually argued about this, and we'll, we're going to give you some insight to the, the group combo we've been having the last couple of days. Last year, someone was talking shit to Ja on the internet, on Twitter, where everybody talks shit to everybody. Literally. Ja tweeted at somebody. Don't something about like don't trip. It's it's free. No, I think he said it's free, free to feel how those hollow tips feel. As in, I I'll shoot you for for nothing. Like it's yeah. free. It, yeah. Ain't no problem to feel a couple of these couple of these these shots. And I remember I sent it to Nick, and I'm like, bro, why? What is he talking <laughs> what about? What is he talking about? <laughs> what, what is he talking about? 
So I'm going to get the exact tweet just so I don't butcher it. Yeah, it was like these hollows are free or something like that. Or you feel these hollows is free. But yeah, 100% implying that, you know, you, you could you could get that from Ja if you keep talking shit and it's nothing to him. So yeah, that was 100% the first sign um, that something was something was a bit amiss with young Ja Morant. So he, a guy tweeted at him, my bad, I didn't know you was pussy whipped. Morant then followed up. It's free to see how hollows feel with a smiley face emoji. Yeah, this was May 14th. 2022 so like pretty much a year ago. Of, yeah yeah less than a year ago yep and that was after he had went live on all-star game weekend on the plane drinking casamigos yeah, he, had the, he had the casamigos and he had the uh what's the other the one 1942 the shit no he had the one the porcelain uh, bottle yeah. too the shit you know everybody you know yeah, with the belt. Yeah. yeah yeah he had both of them and he was yeah so <laughs> yeah. he had been Wilding out, and like what we went back and forth with was, I don't know, Nick. I don't know if you want to talk about what. How do how do you feel about how he's been acting out? I don't know if you want to put that. Yeah, no, I put it out. I already put I put it out there on the show before. We talked about it a couple months ago. And to me, and I was dead ass serious about it. To me, the thing that stuck out, like obviously the hollow tips and all that, the drinking on the plane. That's one thing. He's had the All Star Weekend. The shit that was getting that kind of like stuck out to me was this summer. Just him going live, just completely slapped. You know what I mean? Not even in like a setting where it's like, yo, I'm here. It was just like, I'm playing mini golf. One of them was he's playing mini golf with his guys. It was like 10 in the morning and like he had a bottle in his hand. You know what I mean? And just like he'd always going live. It always seemed like he was just out of control, a little bit overserved and hopping on live. And when you and I talked about it, it's like, hey, regular 23-year-old, if you had a camera on us when we were 23, you'd probably see a lot of shit like that too. But for him, it just looked different. Like the look in his eyes, the look in his face was just like, this is what this dude does every day. You know what I mean? He wakes up, him and his guys, they're getting fucked up. And then just the hopping on live part, I was like, yo, I honestly think this guy has an alcohol problem, right? Like just some of this behavior is very, it's very erratic. It's kind of all over the place. And it's not like this is his first year in the league, right? Like, John's been in the league for four years at this point in time. So it's like, he knows better. And just to get that fucked up, that you're going on live, when clearly you're the face of your franchise, you're the face of a lot of different brands, your partners, things like that. It was just a bad look to me. So fast forward to this season. And some of these incidents that she started hearing about, whether it was when his mom was getting harassed at the mall and Josh shows up nine deep, right? Whether it was some of the shit uh, with the laser pointers in his guys, whether it's this latest incident when literally as he's embroiled in all this controversy, he is at the strip club, live streaming, waving around pistols, right? So it's one of those things that like, I don't necessarily, I think I said this, I don't want to be right on it, but sometimes it just looks different, bro. Like we all like to get fucked up. We all have had our times where we're getting fucked up a lot, but you always know when there's that one person where it's like, yo, dude just gets a little bit too much you know what i mean and gets a little bit too loose with it so it just seemed troubling to me man because he was just so reckless and carefree about it to the point where it's just like something's not right here um so that's kind of where i was with it man i was just like i feel like this guy is kind of going down um a slippery slope a little bit beyond what we're used to with a lot of these guys because all these guys go out and have a good time but you don't really see too many of them live streaming it and shit like that because they have the awareness that it's just not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, so I, I felt the alcohol was just starting to get a little out of control. Which I so saw. So like this is where me and Nick, me and Nick disagreed a little bit because you got to remember these guys are also 23 year olds, just like we were 23 year olds. He just has a bunch of money. Now, do I agree with him going on live stream and kind of, showing everybody what he's doing and being out of control? No, I don't. But as Nick said, if you were to put cameras on us, 22, 23 years old, you would think a lot of people, including us, around the country have drinking problems. Go to a college campus right now, like these dudes are alcoholics. And according to the doctor's office, a lot of people around the country are alcoholics, right? I've never heard of job missing meetings. Maybe that's not reported. I've never seen Jaws' performance on the court <laughs> hasn't, hasn't, hasn't taken a hit. Nope. So I think 
the the I, I can't speak on him having a drinking problem. I, I it, it more seems like a young dude having fun to me. Now, the only reason we're talking about this is because guns are involved. If guns weren't involved, we wouldn't be talking about does Ja have a drinking problem, in my opinion. It would more just be this dude's got to slow down. Slow down. What, I'll never forget this. One time I was doing a bunch of traveling. I was I was in and out of this is my early 20s. I was like maybe mid-20s. I was I was going to Europe. I was bouncing all around. I was coming back home. I was going out all the time. I was spending a bunch of money. And my dad just gave me a simple because I because that was my my dad was my guy. I listened to everything he said. I respected everything he said. And we had a relationship where Especially as I got older, it was just it was just like a hey, like hey, and then, and, I, and I understood what he was talking about. Moving too fast. He looked at me and he was like, "Hey, man." He's like, "I'll never forget him saying this." He goes, "You burning the candle at both ends," and I said, "All right, I got Fair you. Yep. I got you. I hear you. You right." He's like, "When last?" He said, "When last time you talked to your mom? When last time you called your grandparents?" I said, "You know." And he, he didn't even let me answer. He said, you're burning the candle at both ends. He said, slow down a little bit. I said, no problem. I hear you loud and clear. I got you. I understood what he was saying. That He might have been moving a little too quickly, but it, it, it is worrisome the fact that he was doing this all to himself with the live stream shit and all that and the guns piece. Now, the gun shit is crazy to me. That's a the whole gun separate shit is, issue. That's a whole separate thing. Yeah, and I think it's two different issues at place. Again, well, like they're the tied together. And, all that, and I get no, now they are tied together 100%. It's funny you mentioned your pops because it doesn't help <laughs> that Jaws pops, right, is, is seemingly part of the crew, right? He, yes. it, that, that relationship seems to have flipped because to your point, and it's funny, I was talking about my barber about it the other day. I was like, hey, man, we think about this Josh. And he goes, my son would never. My son would never. And I'm yeah. thinking in my head, like, if I was doing that, I'd pop some fuck me up. Like, come on, man. Even yeah. if he was part of it, even if he was rolling with us, and I always thought that was cool. His pops is always slapped, though. Come on, man. Like, his pops is always slapped at the game. So, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you put it all together in totality, that's where I was like, okay, he has a problem. Now then you fast forward to going live with guns and shit like that, it's kind of like, come on, man. Like, what, what are we doing here? So, yeah, yeah that, that that's where I was kind of getting at with that. Yeah, no, it's listen. Like there was, there is. Me and my dad had a really good relationship. Where like he was my homie, but he was my dad first. It really seems like T, they're homies, and he. There's no real oversight on that type of shit. So, Jaw's gonna be out for quite a bit. Seems like I still think he'll be back. Did you read the Calvin Ridley Player Tribune article? No, is it about him coming back or? Calvin Ridley dropped – go check it out. Calvin Ridley dropped the Players' Tribune yesterday. And Calvin Ridley said, this is what I was going through. I was cooking in Atlanta. I had a broken – I had a messed up foot. It was really bothering me, but I was battling through it. Me and Julio would stay close, and I was battling through it. I was taking painkillers before games. I was taking, you know, pain shots. But I was battling because, you know, I wanted to be there for my guys, et cetera, et cetera. He then said he was coming in and his foot was, was, was messed up. He basically talks about how he's starting to fall into like a depression and, and he's having a hard time dealing with injuries and battling through and taking painkillers. And the, the, the year before he was coming in to be the number one, Julio leaves, they fire, they clear staff in Atlanta. New coach, new, new everything, new, new front office, the whole thing, new training staff. The training staff comes in and actually tells him that your foot's broken. It's not, it's not uh, messed up. It's broken. So in between that, he gets told his foot's broken. I might be butchering the timeline, but basically he was dealing with injuries. He then had an issue with his foot. His house then gets robbed. They clean out his house and they, they go to the footage, the surveillance footage, and like five, six people kick his door in, and they got guns wheeling. He wasn't home, but they, they, you know, they stole a bunch of his stuff, whatever. 
His lady was super scared. They didn't want to be in the house anymore, et cetera, et cetera. So he talks about how basically his outside life was in shambles. And he that's when he then took a step away from the team. Remember, he was out for personal reasons. He was yeah. just battling with mental stuff, right? So he goes on to explain, you know, how he was having a hard time. And that betting on sports, I, I saw a commercial for an app and – Betting on sports was like something to do. I was in the house. I was depressed. Whatever. No, nothing and, could cure depression more than betting on some sports. So it, it, it was. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it was nothing. So, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, it I'll was. Uh, it was. It was like it was something to do, and I was just putting together some parlays. I was. I was disengaged with the team. I had no inside information, but if you go read it, he's very honest and explains how he was feeling. That's what John Morant's going to need to do. He's going to need to come out with a player's tribute, say, hey, this, this, and this. I was out of control, blah, 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 blah. But I'm back. I made some really poor decisions. I'm here for my teammates. I want to make a playoff push. And this will be all tucked away and done. People aren't going to forget it. But he just needs to come out, be honest, explain what he was going through, and then keep it pushing. Yeah, and I think that he should also – I know you kind of pushed back on this because you're like, oh, I'll never be having another drink again. But I think he should also – if you acknowledge the alcohol part of it, Overall, as a society, because so many people, you know, know people who struggle. Listen, listen, there's people who struggle with addiction and people themselves struggle with addiction, yada, 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 right? Um, you can garner some sympathy. Instead of making it seem like you're just a wild-ass dude who likes to play with guns and I need to figure out how to not be that, it's like, yo, you don't got to say, hey, I got a drinking problem. I'm an alcoholic. I need to sober up. Well, you can acknowledge, look, man, I was. I, it's, a, it's a stressful year. Sometimes the blow-off steam, I have a few drinks. Sometimes I have a few too many and I need to get that under control, right? That's something that I'm struggling with. I need to get it under control. If you put it that way, it's not where he can never have another drink again. But what you're doing is you're saying, hey, this is the reason why I was wilding out. And it's an almost acceptable reason. More acceptable than that, I need to change who I'm around. I need to change who I am. And, you know, guns are just a part of my life, but I got to get that out of there because now I'm a, I'm a grown up now. You know, like I feel like he gets more sympathy this sounds fucked up. It gets more sympathy going the alcohol route. You know what I'm saying? Because clearly that's a factor. You don't do what he was doing if alcohol is not a factor, unless you're stupid. And if it's not, if it's not a factor, well, then you come off as stupid. And that's a whole other thing you got to deal with. So that's what I was saying when I was like, look, just embrace that part of it, man. Like, it's all good. Especially when uh, you had sent us that report the other day where they're saying it could be alcohol related um, that he's got to deal with. So I don't know, man. I also feel like the way they're kind of handling it, how hush hush it is um it probably is I, i'd imagine he's in some sort of treatment outpatient whatever it is that the team assigned him to um to kind of get his head right but i feel like he can get some sympathy going that route no. as opposed to everybody just thinking that you're something else or you're a thug or whatever they want to call you you know what i'm saying because that's what's next i think to the, the i think the owner and the coach and the gm are all at fault in this as well this is a simple conversation, I believe, early on. It's, bro, I'm telling you right now. Well, how do we know he I'm doesn't gonna, have it, though? How do we yeah, know? You, you, I think you're assuming. True. Listen, man, you, you, hey, you he wasn't missing no, He wasn't missing no games. Listen, though. No, 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 no. Nick, what I'm saying is that if games, you're the sure. president and Neither you're the Neither was GM, Iverson. Huh? Neither was Iverson. That's what I mean. They're in the wrong. But he was a fucking alcoholic his entire career. No, 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 no. What I'm telling you is. The first stuff that comes out on the live stream is like, hey, you pull him in. You're like, yo, we can't be doing it. So then a couple months after that, a month after that, when the hollow point tweet comes out, can't hey, can't be doing that. This, this could easily be a internal fine sit down for a couple games and we'll call it a, a pull calf. You're I, acting, you're I, acting actually, like when that you're acting like that that has an effect on everybody, man. You come on, you were around a lot of these guys, man. Like, but, yeah. but Nick, it wasn't happening. How do we know that? How do we know? What do you, what do you mean? Then, was how do how do we know that they haven't had conversations with Ja about how he's been acting and about how he should carry himself as the face of the franchise? We don't know that. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. As much shit when we start look. The Stephen Adams I, I, shit leaked the other day. They said that Stephen Adams had to have a players meeting about these guys on the road and how they handle themselves on the road. And you look at their road record, it clearly reflects the fact <laughs> that the team has some issues on the road, yeah. right? 
So when what are they? It, I don't have the record in front They're of me. They're terrible on like, the road. They're one of the worst start, teams in the NBA. On one the of the worst teams in the NBA on the road, and one of the best teams in the NBA at home. So if you got a vet like Stephen Adams, who's been around a lot of teams, who has seen a lot of guys get it in, and it's fine. But he feels like, yo, I gotta call this out because on this what particular I, team, we're going too hard. How do I, we know that these discussions haven't been had before, man? They. It seems obviously I'm not in the Memphis Grizzlies organization, but it seems yeah. like they were cool with how he was acting previously. That's why he felt comfortable doing that. That's it. Coach not restricting any minutes. It's the classic. It's yeah, the, hey, no, no. It's the classic, like, yeah, we win in basketball games. So, yeah, hey, they probably enabled it to a point. I can yeah, go but, ahead and do whatever he wants because on, yeah. on game at tip, he's going crazy. So, yeah, it's, right. it's a classic that. We'll move yeah, on yeah. from this. I hope Ja comes back better than he was before, gets everything yeah. that's out of order, in order, and um, I hope I want to see him back for the playoffs. I also think, like, season's we shouldn't see him for the rest of the season. If he's ready to play and he thinks he's back, come back. I, I, I hope he doesn't feel the need to sit out the rest of the year. Come out, apologize, say what you need to say, address it head on and keep it moving. Be also, because I'm going to tell you this, if he sits the rest of the year, this is all, this shit's going to linger all off season. It's going to yeah, go sure. next year. Come out, deal with the shit, miss a week. Come so out. You, you say, come out, drop 50. It's all good. Yes. Yeah. S say what you need to say. Take yeah. it head on because it's, you know how important that first public addresses come yeah. out Take it seriously. Be like honest. Be accountable. You could, exactly. And you could tuck it away and then go ahead and play in the playoffs. Hey, hey. And leave them dudes at home, man. Leave them guys at home for the rest of the year. Just leave them guys at home for the rest of the year. Hey. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. That's another thing the fran that's on the franchise, the owner, the president, the GM. Well, you can't have these guys. From my understanding, and I've talked to people that got people over there. They do yeah. whatever they want over there. Yeah, that's clear. That's clear. They move yeah. around however they want inside yeah, yeah, the building. Yeah, you got some ties to the situation. Yeah, So yeah. what I'm saying is the owner and the president could have nipped, hey, what are you, hey, hey who, yeah, hold on. on. Like, a, like that That could have been nipped a little bit. For sure. Like, that, so that's what, that's what no, I mean. You're, you're I the said, superstar. Yo. These guys aren't the superstar. You're the superstar. Like, leave them dudes at home, man. Holler at Mike Vick about what, what that type of shit can get you into. So yeah, that the there's a there's a couple people at fault, job being number one, but I think yeah. they could have helped him out earlier on. He he's clearly like felt he clear yo, this is the last thing I'll say. You clearly feel untouchable if after everything that's happened the last year, and then the reports coming out about we have two reports in a matter of six weeks about guns. The guy on the kid on the playground that he pulled one on, and then we had the Pacers situation where they had got into an altercation and were going back and forth with people on the Pacers in the game, and it spilled out over to after the game in the in the in the yeah. tunnel, the loading dock. Well, then, then you come out, go on live and flash a gun. That tells me you're you feel untouchable. No one in the organization is going to slow you down from anything because yeah. I get buckets and I'm the man out here. No one's saying shit to me. That's that's all that says to me. The the franchise has to hold some of that accountability. All right, let's move over to Jokic. Hey man, listen, JJ Reddick, Big Kendrick Perkins got on <laughs> got on ESPN. Dude, JJ and, gets pressed on television. By first, the way, yo yo, we can talk about that in a second because I, I, I agree with that very much. Yeah, but gets pressed. This Red is face. this is this is what I want to say about the Jokic. MVP. I made a little piece of content on this recently. Now, if you remove the three times in a row, take off the guy's name and the picture, just show the stats, just show the numbers, just show the team record, just show all that stuff. He is a runaway for the MVP in 2023. Period. Point blank. Remove the three in a row. It's a singular 2023-year award. He has been the best player all year. His team has been the best team. You can argue in the NBA at some points. 
clearly the number one team in the West. That's it. He's the MVP. The only reason this is sparking so much controversy is because it's the three in a row thing. Last year, I had bet slips for quite a bit of dollars on Joel Embiid to win the MVP. I thought Joel Embiid should have won the MVP last year. But last year's tucked away. It's done. You already gave it to Jokic. So now we're in 2023. It's clear, done, and dusted for me that Jokic is the MVP. Now, JJ and Big Perk got on ESPN. Perk basically said the last couple weeks, the last week or so, Jokic been stat padding. That's what he said first. He said that started with started with stat padding, which is completely unfounded. Jokic, we know stat patterns. Okay, okay, listen, listen. He shouldn't have used the word stat pad, but what he's saying is that Jokic is aware of what what his line looks like throughout the game, and he starts to defer to the line. That's that's basically a more articulated way of what he was saying. He says, "Oh, Jokic knows he has eight assists." All of a sudden, Jokic start passing that motherfucker a little more. That's yeah, what which I, which I disagree if you watch Jokic play, but go that, ahead. That's what Perk was saying. And I agree with you, Nick. If you watch Jokic play, he literally just tries to make the most basketball move. Yeah, he's just making he's play. just making the best basketball play out there. And yeah, you're and, coming. And, this is coming from someone who loves Embiid and feels that it's gonna be terrible that after this three-year run, Joel Embiid is not gonna get an MVP trophy out of any of these years because he definitely yeah. deserves one. But I don't yes. Jokic stat padding is absolutely ridiculous. From someone who knows basketball like Kendrick Perkins. He knows that that's not true. Stat padding's the wrong word. He then alluded to we were then Steve Nash's MVP started coming up, which the second one, which was wrong. Should have been Kobe's. The second one was bullshit. Could have been a yes, it could have been a couple people's. Now, yeah. Also, this is I'll I'll actually circle back to this because I want to let you get your, your piece into. JJ basically said. You know, Perkins was bringing race into the situation and said, you might have a little more, yeah. a little more beat on exactly so, what he said. He basically was alluding to that a majority of the people voting for MVP are white people. A majority of those people tend to lean more analytically. And they're, they're going to vote for Jokic every time. Yeah. So I, I, I fully disagree on that. So what, yeah, he, he started off with the stat padding. Then he came with the <clears throat> European players are not held to the same standard as black American players, right? That's kind of what he insinuated on first take next, which at some degree I agree with. But really, when it comes to superstars, I remember Dirk get you and I, before we had a podcast, used to refer to not showing up in big moments as Durkin. Durkin. Do you remember this? Yes, Consistently. I do. Consistently, he would not Con- show up. Durkin. Like we would say Dirk, Durkin out here, you know what and, I mean? And I, I would I would literally make fun of him being a seven footer that didn't impact the rim at all, and he just all. shot mid range fadeaways, yeah, and in big spots didn't show up. We called it, and Durkin. I felt like Dirk got a lot of heat for not winning, right? But you got to go through the history of European players and find how many have actually been at that level where they would get that kind of smoke, and it's really Dirk. It's going to be Luca eventually. And probably Jokic as far as like that top echelon MVP candidate type Euro guys. Outside of that, there's no one to really give that kind of smoke to. We've had plenty of great European players in this league. But as far as the type of guys who, you know, shout we talk about Blue like, Church. yeah, shout out Blue Chip the Machine. <laughs> Come, shoot. We need that video. Do <laughs> um, <laughs> we all? Um but yeah, there's been plenty of, but as far as like that upper echelon and the same, you know, the, the type of guys that we would give that type of smoke to, there really haven't been that many. And I feel like the ones that have existed, mainly Dirk, Dirk got, I remember Dirk getting a lot of heat, not just from us for winning. But I understand what he's saying as far as your run of the mill, whatever good European player is not held to that same standard as some of the black African-American players, right? I know it was a meme on, uh during All-Star Week as far as the, like, if Jokic's name was, was Nick, Johnson, you know what I mean? And it was a black dude to be held to a completely different standard. I don't disagree with that narrative overall. So he was pushing that. Then he came on and was like, look, if you look since 1990, only three players have won an MVP that weren't in the top 10 in scoring. And he cited Steve Nash both times. He cited Dirk Nowitzki 
And then he talked about Jokic's MVP last year, right? And JJ rebutted that that's very convenient that you cut it off at 1990 because if you go to 87, 88, 89, Magic was winning MVPs, putting up 14, 15 a game, right? Um, So, uh, and and then he also said, look, if you look at Dirk's year, there were 67 and 15. If you look at the first Steve Nash year, it was the best offense we'd ever seen in the NBA, right? It really ushered in the new pace and space year. And if you look at Jokic over the last two years, how could you not say he's the MVP? So I think JJ got mad that he felt that Perk is pretty much coming on TV, right? Perk obviously doesn't think that Jokic should be MVP this year and needs to have a hot take to accompany that. And his hot take is Jokic is getting MVP because the white voters are pushing this narrative. And I just couldn't disagree with that more, right? If you want to bring up other players' numbers, if you want to bring up the fact that Jokic doesn't play defense, different things like that, for sure, right? We can have that conversation. But I just don't think that Jokic is about to win his third MVP because he's a white European player. And believe me, anytime I can call something out as racist, I 100% will. <laughs> That's true. You understand yeah, what I'm trying to yeah, tell we, you? We're we, we kind of yeah. looking for that. Yeah, we look for that. Say? Yes. Wait, you know what, what I mean? And I just don't, I just don't see it in this. I just think that Jokic has had the best three-year stretch um, for anybody in the league right now. And that's just kind of where it is, man. And it's fine. It's good. I think the question mark is last year. And what also, what what is hard to I mean, if we want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it. And these are the same voters that voted for Russell Westbrook and Harden on back to back in the A majority, listen. A majority of the people that are voting for MVP are analytically based guys. And Jokic blows the analytics sheet just out of the water. The efficiency is absolutely unheard of, what he's doing on that side of the rock. And then, you, and then you throw in the fact that they're number one in the West. He's going to win MVP this year, and he deserves the MVP this year. Last year is the issue. Were they, were they fourth or fifth last year? Con- six, I believe. Okay. Controversy last year. Maybe he shouldn't have won it last year. And like I said, I thought Embiid should have won it. I had a lot of money on Embiid to win. For sure. That's the question mark. And I think as MB- NBA last fans. Last year was a bad year for you for MVP bets, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had Roger, hey, yeah, and, Roger, I, and I feel like, and I feel like I should Brady, right? Brady, Brady. I feel like I should have won both of them too. But <laughs> yeah, yes, were, it was. They both looked great until those last couple of yes. games. Yeah, and <laughs> the fact that I think how NBA fans and people like us judge this thing say say what you want. Steve Nash has two in a row. One of those is Kobe's. So every time Nash's two MVPs come up, the first thing out of my mouth is, well, Kobe should have won that second one. And I think as we go back and look on this Jokic stretch, if the streets don't approve it, Nick, it doesn't really, it, it doesn't really work. It, doesn't, it didn't really happen. That's, Th- that's kind of how I feel about it. For example. Carl <laughs> Malone. For example, take Reggie. You could take Reggie Bush's Heisman all you all you want. Like Reggie winning. Bush is a Heisman winner. I saw that with my eyes. You you understand what I'm yeah, saying? I was man? there. I was there. So like you yeah, can say, you can sure. you can scratch it off the. So you're saying that goes books. both ways. You're saying that goes both ways. Goes both ways. So yeah. I think in 10, 15 years, when this comes up and we're having conversations about Jokic, it's going to be like, yeah, he was amazing in that stretch. I think he won two of those three. I think Embiid should have got one of them. That doesn't do anything for Embiid on the actual hardware. And when people look back that didn't watch these guys play, it'll just say that, you know, Jokic won three in a row. But the people that are watching and the people that are locked in, I don't know if they're approving that three in a row. And I think that is really important. I'll give you an individual. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And what? And, and another example. When they gave Macklemore that rap album of the year, we're no not approving that. that. That's a great. That's a great example. Nobody honored that. It, it's almost like we're not honoring that. I don't care yeah. who voted yeah, for who that. Who are you speaking who, for? It? Yeah, who gave it to him? Right. I'm not honoring that. Right. And every time that comes, well, Macklemore up, wasn't honoring that either. That corny ass shit. No. So, so Macklemore, every time that comes up, like, <laughs> nah, bro, he didn't win yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. that that's kind of where I'm at with the Jokic thing. I believe he won two of three. I think he should have lost last year. But if we're talking about 2023, he's MVP. 
He's MVP, bro. He's MVP. I, it, it is what it is. They're number one in the West. Yeah. His numbers are crazy. He's about to average triple double. It's just different. He's different right yeah. now in the in this year. All right, on a we lineup got- where everybody's in and out of it consistently, right? And I think that maybe why last year he was able to get it because the, the, everybody was hurt. So it is Shot. what it is, man. But it's not. It's not because he's a white European, and I think Perk was just yeah, off I base agree. on that. And I get it. He's got to come up with something. That's it. What were you gonna say about JJ real quick before we go on to uh, NFL? Oh, we were talking about JJ. Joe, JJ, he gets a little Firecracker. too upset. Firecracker. He gets a, he gets a little too angry, and then it, it it makes the the atmosphere on the show extremely serious. Yeah. Now we saw Molly kind of got at him after he said that. And she, she's like, "We don't create anything. We invite people on, and yeah, they all say, right. what the fuck you got.' Yes, say. exactly. Yeah. This, is like, yeah. this is called first take. Yeah, called first take." I think, Steven, I think Stephen A could have hopped in and kind of diffused that a little bit, but yeah. JJ takes this shit extremely seriously because, first of all, if you listen to JJ and follow his content, he thinks 99% of you people watching basketball are idiots. Yeah, he does. And you guys, he's he would never say this because it's not a good look. He He wants to say, you motherfuckers didn't play basketball so badly but he won't say it like he wants to come out and be like, you people don't know what you're talking about. You yeah. didn't play basketball at the level I did. So stop with all these takes. You're making stuff up. You don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't respect a lot of the people's opinions in the basketball space. So he gets very upset and gets mad and it, it, it brings a heaviness to the show. Now he's just a serious guy. He's just wrapped pretty tightly. You can he's see wrapped pretty, yes. why he was as how, you know, he's very routine or he always talks about his routine and all that. Yeah. You see it in him. Like, we all know a J.J. Reddick type guy. He's just wrapped way too tightly. Yes. I like no. him, though. I mean, I like his content. I like the old man, the three. I think he gives great no, stuff. No, he knows what he's, he's talking about. He's a serious about. dude. He's just a serious yeah, dude. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about when it comes yeah. to hoops. But, yeah, it, um, it, it brings a certain heaviness to the show. All right, sure. let's move off the NBA. Let's move over to the NFL because oh, we're about man. to talk about this for easy. 30 plus. Collusion. Lamar Jackson. Gets placed on the non-exclusive tag for the Baltimore Ravens. The disrespect. Baltimore is essentially saying, okay, Lamar, you think we're not giving you enough money? You go ahead and test out the market. If you could get a fully guaranteed $200-plus deal from the market, you go out and do that. We'll give up two first-round picks if we don't want to match it, or we'll get – Two first-round picks. If we don't want to match the deal someone gives you, wipe our hands clean of it, and we'll be quarterbackless. Yep. Now, it comes out, Lamar has no suitors. Big Nick to quit. You think this may be some backroom dealing. People on the phone, hey, yeah, no, we're not offering that. Don't do that. We're not doing that. 100%. It feels like Lamar's getting – Frozen out here a bit. Tell me how you it, feel about it. It makes the whole situation clearer as to why there is no deal. So for me, um, we'll get a little bit of background. There's two types of tags that could have placed. The exclusive, which is your traditional franchise tag. They can still negotiate a deal, but other teams can't negotiate with him. If they don't get a deal done, he's going to play next year for call. It was a $40 million. There's that non-exclusive yeah. tag, which is the equivalent of a qualifying offer in the NBA, which means, hey, it's a match. we have a deal. Yeah, we have, well, you go out, find It's a restricted free agent make, is what it is. Restricted free agent. If we want to match it, we can. If not, like you said, there's some compensation involved. Cool. The fact that as soon as he signs that non-exclusive tender, a list of five teams come out. I'll give it to you. Immediately. Atlanta. Atlanta Miami, Miami, which makes sense. The Panthers, does it? The Commanders, and the Raiders. They have a, all these other teams. Literally, do not have a quarterback on the roster. Miami has a quarterback. How much they believe in them, we don't know, right? It seems like every time there's a quarterback available, Miami is mentioned, right? But the fact that immediately these five teams that are shit, really four of them that are and need a, shit, and need a quarterback and need a quarterback, especially like Atlanta. You want to bring a black quarterback to the city of Atlanta? Come on, man! It's the blackest city in America. You want to bring a black quarterback to Atlanta? Atlanta has the nerve to say we're not interested in negotiating with them. A hundred percent, because immediately, immediately, he has less leverage than he did before that came out. Right now, instead of 
25 teams going after him. There's 20 teams going after him, right? And that, to me, stinks. It's rotten. What it tells me is that it's not necessarily about Lamar Jackson. It's about the fact that the NFL, the owners, are taking a strong stand against fully guaranteed contracts, right? They can always say the Deshaun Watson contract's an outlier until someone else signs one just like it, right? One is an outlier, two is a trend, right? And as soon as they give Lamar a fully guaranteed deal, you have now opened up the floodgates for everybody else, starting with these quarterbacks that are all up, Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, whoever that might be, to then sign fully guaranteed deals, right? And the NFL, one thing that they have always pushed against, always pushed against harder than anything is guaranteeing contracts. They have dug their feet in the sand on non-guaranteed deals at every single collective of bargaining session, right? Every holdout, lockout, whatever it is, we will not give up on, uh, on guaranteed contracts, right? You will not get guaranteed contracts from us. So when it comes out that a 26-year-old former league MVP who's entering his prime and has not reached his ceiling, right? If we're being honest, there's still a lot of work you could do with Lamar Jackson to make him a better football player. But as he is, he's electric. All he does is go out and win games, right? And to have all these teams, to have a commodity like that hit the market, which we say is the, is the, is the most valuable thing in all of sports, and you mean to tell me four teams who desperately need one are saying, no, we'd rather see what happens in the draft instead of taking a chance at a 26-year-old former league MVP? That, to me, screams collusion, man. These guys are all on the phone saying, hey, look, as long as y'all don't sign that, it's bigger than Lamar for Baltimore. It's bigger than Lamar for Baltimore. But Scotty knows he cannot give that deal. The other owners told him, we are not doing that. They were mad at Haslam last year for giving that deal to Deshaun. They said, what are you doing? Remember, that was all the rumblings. The whole rest of the league was pissed off when they gave that deal. They were completely shocked by it. But as long as you keep it an outlier, you don't open up the floodgates for fully guaranteed deals. Because think about what's going to happen. All these quarterbacks will get fully guaranteed. Then what's up next? Well, what's the next most valuable position? These edge rushers, right? Hey, I want a fully guaranteed deal. I want a fully guaranteed deal. Next thing you know, the league is all on fully guaranteed deals. And that's the one thing they don't want. So the Ravens are willing to make a sacrifice. That's how that's how bad they don't want fully guaranteed deals is that the Ravens are willing to sacrifice a franchise quarterback for it. That is the only thing I see, and it makes the whole situation clearer. It makes the whole situation clearer. Everything is crystal clear now. Why isn't Lamar getting a deal? Yeah, there might be some issues they have with him. Yeah, he likes to eat fried chicken during the press conference. But in what other situation are you not paying your quarterback? And in what other situation are the, the Carolina Panthers? Y'all have traded first-round picks for Sam Darnold. Y'all have traded picks for fucking Baker Mayfield. What Or sign Baker Mayfield. You had Baker Mayfield playing quarterback last year. Come on, man. You, you had, had Cam Newton playing quarterback there you had years a, ago. You had a camp with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold in it and the brother. That was your, but you want to say, no, we don't want Lamar Jackson. We're good. We'll take our chances. The commanders, you had, you had Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. Couple Come things. Come on, man. That shit is scream. It screams collusion. Couple things. I agree. It does scream collusion. Something tells me Joe Burrow would get a fully guaranteed deal. I don't think so, bro. Uh, he's gonna. He should ask for one. I don't. I don't. That's fine. I, I think. Hey, you know they, what? They you know what's funny? It. You know what's funny? This would never happen. But the quarterback should just come out and say, "Yo, look, we only take a fully guaranteed." Yeah. Like Joe. So the, like. I, it's a really interesting situation. Now, I, I do have to say this. For all of a sudden teams that need a quarterback where you don't – you flat out don't find quarterbacks. They don't exist. There's like 20 – there's like 15 in the in the entire world. In the whole world. In the whole world that can win a Super Bowl. World. Maybe even 10. 10. If they win a Super Bowl. I'm talking about they can play well on Sunday. Fuck a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's – 15. play well on Sunday. That can, that, can, that, that can win. A, that, that can be above 500. How about that? That makes you feel good about going into a Sunday afternoon. Yes. And I'm only betting money on about eight of them. Six. <laughs> My no list is so, extensive. So <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is these, you don't have, there's quarterbacks aren't around. And for them to come out and all say, they're not interested, is, is, is clear. Before even meeting with him. We're not taking a meeting with Lamar. Now I'm interested. No now I'm interested 
What is Lamar asking for? I still don't know. Is is it the as the absolute floor 230 million guaranteed? Should is that be. is that the minimum? Should be. If that is the case, if he's basically let everybody know, hey, do not call my phone for less than 230 million fully guaranteed, then I can see teams being like, yeah. We're not doing that. It's not about the and money. We're not man. interested. Why? Because they think 230 million guaranteed is too much for Lamar Jackson. No, that's not and it. To that's be not honest, it. that's not it. I, I think that's part of it, Nick. I, I think, don't think, that's I think it. they would. I think they would give him fully guaranteed 200 million. I don't think they're I, fully guaranteeing anything. I think. I think. Well, okay. Okay, so let me ask you this. But, but here's the thing. Those teams came out and said we don't want him before they even knew what he was asking for. They haven't well, that's sat what down I, Well, that's man. what I'm saying. Is it out there that, hey, this is what he wants, period, point blank. And you would then, still talk to him. You would still but, talk but to him. But now the issue also is he doesn't have an agent. He doesn't – it, it kind of has this – Well, it, now it gets sticky, yeah. Well, no, it has this kind of situation where Lamar has made it very clear and people know don't call my phone for less than $230 million guaranteed. And he probably wants more than 230 million guaranteed, right? Yeah. There's no point of contact but Lamar Jackson. He said that that's what he wants. So teams are like, yo, on top of the collusion, which is definitely happening, it seems, we don't we don't have 230 million liquid anyway to give up. Now, the the, the interesting key here is if you do. Fully, the full, guaranteed money on a contract has to go in escrow. You have to send it in. Now, some people are arguing that's part of it. They don't have two hundred thirty million dollars, liquid. which they is bullshit. Because they all that. they all they gotta do is make a phone call, go so get twenty. They yes. call up Chase, yes, or whoever else. We need to they borrow two hundred thirty million. They, your your they team is get, worth how much? Oh yeah, they, sure. They can get two hundred thirty million. Listen, bro, come on. Like, man. I don't want to hear that. That that don't let that billionaire talk. That shit is all nonsense. Like when uh my man Ricketts for the Cubs was crying broke. He said, "Yeah, no money. No. That's cat. Don't believe that. You got you got you got a multi-billion dollar asset in your portfolio. So People will loan you money. What I'm what I'm saying is, I, I'm not all the way where you're at because I don't know exactly what Lamar is asking for, and he has yet to come out and say exactly what he'll take. Now, if it's Two, I, I, if it's two hundred million guaranteed, I think he could get that fully. Why not? They just gave they just gave Kyler Murray one hundred ninety guaranteed, one eighty nine and a half, I believe, is the exact number. The, the teams won't give him two hundred mil guaranteed, fully guaranteed, four year fifty. Well, why should he? Why should he reset the market down? Yeah, why? That, I mean, why? That's also, why? That's also, that's, that's, that's well, also a good point. That's also a good point. I can't argue that. But bro, if everybody says they're not going to give it to you, well, what do you do? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta tap, you gotta tip your cap to Watson and his agent and take the two hundred. But we don't even know. I, I, right? I, I'm, I, yeah, I feel what you're saying. I just don't think it's about Lamar Jackson anymore. I really don't. I, I really do think it's a hundred percent about guaranteed contracts and the fact that they don't want to do them. Don't you remember when they signed the Watson deal? They said every other owner in the league was very upset with. Uh, no, I, I get it. I get it. But I, I think the other outlier, the 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 collusion and why would thing, you instantly, the collusion, why would you, the collusion why, thing would be a lot more clear if it was like, "Hey, man, I'm, I just want two hundred, and they they they're not trying to come off two hundred. Then it's like, "Oh yeah, this is collusion." Because that's $10, $11 million more than Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray can't hold that boy's shoes. Yeah. All right? So yeah, then the yeah, collusion no, thing feels, feels a little heavier. <laughs> now, if the report is Lamar wants $250 million fully guaranteed and he's not taking a cent less, then is it collusion or is it just like, man, we're not paying that? So th th that's where it gets interesting, man. I... I I I do think that teams behind the scenes had conversations like, yo, hey, we're not doing that. Yeah. But I also yeah. think he may be asking for an absorbent amount of money and they don't want to give it to him. And then he has no agent or anyone. I don't know what his team is telling him or who his team is, to be honest. 
that hey man, you might want to you might want to think about taking a little four year, two hundred million guarantee, fifty million per. He might not play this year. That's where I'm at on this. Hey, I think he's dug, hey, he's he's clearly dug in. Now I'm going to tell you this. There's very few sports that can make you disappear. The NFL is the NFL is one of them. Easily, Lamar Jackson doesn't play this year, and they freeze him out one more year. He's done. I'm going to tell you that now. He'll get another shot, but then it's like he hasn't played in two years. This is this. This is that. What are we going to do? There's one league that that can take the can take the flack. Call it racist. Call it whatever you want. Call it collusion. They'll swallow it, and next thing you know, it's five years later, and there's the another Lamar Jackson coming out of Clemson, and yep. Lamar is then a is then a mortar in this situation, and we talk about Lamar like that's crazy how they did Lamar. Yeah, that's way down the road. But it makes me a little nervous, man, because he seems very dug in. 100%. I don't, and I would love to hear from him. I would love to get like his opinion on actually what's happening. Now, what? Let me ask whoever, you. This. Whoever, yeah, whoever speaks first in the negotiation loses, so he's not saying shit. So on the non-exclusive, if no one offers, he he just he just gets paid the thirty million. Yeah, I believe so. And then they, and then there's another well, year. If, that he, he, if, if he signs, if he it. signs it. Yeah, he could not sign it. Um, he could pull the levy on Bell. I think maybe he's banking on the fact that, okay, I'll ride this out for a while, right? Then we start getting to OTAs and mini camps, and some of these shitty teams start seeing the quarterbacks that they're lining up. Or maybe he's waiting till after the draft, right? Hey, some of these teams, not all these teams are going to get the quarterback that they want. So he's waiting until after the draft, and then these teams hey, are going to get desperate, and that's when it happens. That's when the Watson deal happened, right? I'm going to tell you this, too. Baltimore doesn't believe in Lamar Jackson. At every stop and turn, they've told you that. They've been, he been trying to get a deal for years. They don't believe in Lamar Jackson. Let's just, let's just say what it is. Baltimore doesn't think he's the guy. Plain and I, simple. Yeah. Because if they thought he was the guy, they would have signed him last year. They would have gave him, they would have no problem giving him the biggest deal ever. Because if you're the guy, you're the guy. They don't believe he's the guy. Period. I don't know why no one's saying that out loud. Let's be real. Baltimore has been lowballing this buddy on purpose because they don't think he's the guy. Nick, if have you they got, made a if, contract Nick, offer? They, have they made a contract uh, offer? Uh, Do uh, we know if they've apparently they, made they, had, they had a deal out there with 133 million guaranteed. Oh, get the fuck out of here. So that's where the disrespect comes. Didn't Daniel Nick, Jones just get 100 million guaranteed? If you're selling a pair of shoes for 500 dollars. And I come in and offer you two hundred. I'm not. I don't really want the shoes. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. So like they, it's very clear to me. Baltimore doesn't want Lamar Jackson. Sure, we'll take him at thirty on a one year, on another test year. And the problem with that too is, I'm gonna tell you right now, if he signs that thirty. His season's going to look a lot like it did this year. He's going to play nine, ten games. He's going to get injured, and he's not going to try to get back. Yeah. And we're going to be in the exact same situation we were last year. And then, I don't know if they – I mean, it's just a very sticky situation. I think um, an agent would help with, with a lot of this because the agent may be able to figure out something for him. Um. But it does seem like okay, y'all want to you want to play you go because I'm gonna because this is also something nobody's saying. Lamar trying to bully these boys too. Let, let's be honest. Agent, I only know agent. I need 250 million. And don't call my like he's like don't like Nick. Let's not get it twisted. He's <laughs> trying to bully these boys a little bit too. Yeah, for sure. And the NFL doesn't do that. Those no. owners don't get bullied. Right. So it's almost like okay, okay. I see. What I you think mean. we're saying the same thing. Yeah. It's just what they're what he's bullying them on. I think he's bullying them on guaranteed money. You you, you think it's, no, no. It's yeah, he's saying, he's hundred percent bullying them sure. on guaranteed money. But what I'm saying is what no one's really saying out loud besides us is that or I haven't heard too much. The Ravens don't want Lamar Jackson. Yep. He wants a fully guaranteed deal, 
And politically, he's trying to bully them into that. And then the NFL is like, yeah, nah, we're not doing that. So you go ahead and figure out what you're going to do. But we're going to be over here and we're going to start the season and we're going to start the next season. You keep bullshitting. And that's where we're at. Yeah. So I, I want Lamar to get his money, but man, it, it's starting to get very, very interesting here. And I think he's going to have to swallow some of his pride and some dollars and I, I just, and, and get that, take that 200, that 195 fully guaranteed or the 250, 195 guaranteed. Any I other disagree. thoughts? I disagree. disagree. I, I would dig in just like he is. Yep. And 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 take no less than two thirty, like the Watson guy. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And what if it's not coming? I don't know. You go. They the, tell because they tell. Hey, we are hey. across that bridge when we come to it. Point like hey, I really man. are, man. Hey, hey, the, right hey, the, the bridge, the bridge crumbling because they're telling you right cool. now we're not doing it. Yeah. Don't let him I go just, to Sanford. You know what he should do. Shanahan should he should, make that call. He should take he should take a little bit less money, go out to San Francisco, and just wreak havoc on motherfuckers the next three, four years. Could and by the way, could you do a trade for lap dance Lance hey, and Lamar? And by the way, I, he you you understand this 200 mil. <clears throat> he gonna he can get another deal three, four years from now. Yeah, of course. So you you know what, you know what also this is the last point. Because we, we can talk about this, we, we can talk about this term, for three hours. Big money, yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. He, he. I think he's also looking in the future a little bit. He's like, yo, when Burrow and these boys are up, they're gonna get 230. Herbert gonna get 240 guaranteed. No one's gonna say shit, and I'm. I, I need to be up there. So it's a very interesting situation. Let's get off of Lamar. So you say he doesn't want to be Pat Mahomes and look up and be the eighth highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Look, Mahomes signed a team-friendly deal, if, if we really look at it, yeah. I think he knows that's coming. Mahomes should hold out. It's just spread out. Yeah, I mean. He should hold out. But he's trying to win. You know how I feel. He's already got you two. Can't, it, it helps winning when you, <laughs> when, when you spread out the bread. Yeah, no, I got two is enough. All right, all right I, need Andy, all, I need Andy, Andy, I need every Andy, this, this has been great. Um, I'm in Texas. Give Le, me a call. LeBron James? <laughs> yeah. A, a sniff less than a max. Yeah. Don't do I, that. I, I need my money. Don't do that. I need my money. I need the max. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. If I'm a homes, I'm holding out. My brother's out here wiling out, man. Shit's going crazy. I need yeah, to hold out. I saw that video. That, that shit is fucking ridiculous, bro. It's Talk wild. about your people, man. Hey, main thing it's is wild, you get to control your people, man. They're, they they got to either be along for the ride, but they can't be the ride. That's too many people fact. out here, too many people trying out here trying to be the main character, trying to be the main event. The along for the ride. The attraction. <laughs> I, don't what, I don't know what he's doing. Moving too fast, man. This is my home show. Let's move off of Lamar. Talk about uh, Derek Carr. We can talk about Aaron Rodgers. We don't even got to touch on that. You want to touch on any of that? Yeah, we'll get five minutes on the QB carousel. So Derek Carr lands in New Orleans. I like that move for him. I think that, look, if I'm Derek Carr, why would I want to go to the AFCs, right, where I am the – there's a – wait, who we got out there? We got uh, my boy, Josh Tua. Allen. Tua, you got Tua, you got Matt Jones, who's meh, but like you're the third best quarterback in that division, right? Yeah. Or I can go to the NFC South where there are no quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. And be the only quarterback in that division. Yeah. And go play in New Orleans in a dome. Don't got to deal with cold weather because I don't like that. I'm a California guy. I played in Oakland. Yeah. And I'll go there where there's no quarterbacks and we can win. A, and there's already some infrastructure and we can win the division. And they're going to pay me. Great deal. I love it. Shout out Derek Carr for the pivot. He wasn't trying to mess around with the Jets. If the Jets miss out on Rodgers and then also missed out on Carr, man, it's going to be you – you'll know. I, I need to hear from you when that happens because uh, if they if they miss oh out God, on that – Because Carr was in the building ready to sign. Right? I thought they should have signed Derek Carr. I said, that, said for, that from the very beginning. You said don't fuck around with this guy Rodgers because yeah. uh, you just don't, don't know give what's up the happen. capital. It's not worth yeah. all the capital you're going to give up. Keep building the squad. Derek Carr. I, you can I sign Carr outright. Now, I, I just I, I just think the risk and and the amount of capital you're going to have to give up to get Rodgers is, well, how is much, too much. Yeah. And he's going to want a new deal. Tons of money, tons of draft pick, and you're risking not getting him at all. And he's so, a weirdo. 
Hey, one of the, hey, the best quarterback I've ever seen. No, Patrick Mahomes. Um, real quick, Daniel Jones, four years, 160 million. Hey, what's what's the final hey, guarantee number on that? I don't know what that was. I can't, um, I don't even pay attention to deals. I just Stop. I just want to say I just want to say, and also Geno Smith, three years, 100 million. God bless America. Shout out Geno. Hey, hey, what do you say? They, they wrote me off trying to write back. That was game one, by the way. That was game one. Yeah, shout out him. Shout out Danny Dimes for getting money. He owes Dabble, Dabble half that check for sure. These are two guys who are fucking on their way out of the league. Uh, both got money. Another reason why Lamar shouldn't sign anything. He's like, y'all crazy? What was yeah, it? I don't know so, what the final guarantee. You said, uh, what was the year one for uh, for Gino? 50 million? Yeah, he gets 50 million year one. So that's like 50 million guarantee, basically. <laughs> 50 million in the 50 M's in the bank account. Shout out. Thank you. I was almost out the league and now I get. Thank you, Russ. Hey, thank you, Russ. Yeah. Shout out, Thank you. Facts. Facts. Thanks. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Let's leave it there, man. Lamar, stay tuned on that situation. Let's see what happens with Morant. You said 50 burger for Fred? 50 burger, man. Yeah. Go ahead and send that in. What do you say? Oh, I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. Um, <laughs> terrible. Friend, Ben Taylor, terrible. Terrible. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago, man. Make sure you follow, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see y'all next week. We'll be back Tuesday. Lock in with us. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get it.